right, you guys could be live. Let's... Okay, sorry about that, guys. Uh, that was technical difficulties. Uh, I got my docs, my boy Doc Sabath here, and we were just talking about what he was doing now that he was out of the military and stuff like that. I'm, I apologize for our, our, our difficulties of the sound. But uh, so let's get back into this. Explain what you're doing now with, with, with everything after the military. No, cause, dude, like, it was weird with me. Like, I just, I was always, like, kind of, but, like, you know, like, my experience with the army. So, like, it was, it was, it was a little less. I was hated, I was hated on for a little bit. You know, the party, the 48-hour pass and shit like that. But, like, when I came back, it was, it was kind of smooth sailing. Like, I just, I just went and used my GI Bill at Columbia Green. And, like, got, I actually... Yeah, you know, yeah. Teamwork kind of thing. So like, yeah, then I got into heroic foods because I wanted to do agriculture and like Columbia Green didn't give that. So I got into heroic foods, which is like for veterans and service members and stuff, and they mm -hmm. teach sustainable living. Like they teach veterans to come home and fucking yeah. teach them to put their hands back in the dirt. You know what I mean? Like it's actually a good program. Laura Baresh, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure she helped write the screenplay paid in full. She did something with paid in full. Which is dope. She had no connections really with veterans. Like she wasn't a vet herself. She was just trying to get back. She owned a house in Ghent, New York, where she let veterans stay, and she would outsource them to organic farms. And it was yeah, she looked very closely awesome, grow, grow New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, yeah, yeah, and, 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 and what, we, it took us a couple months before we went back to drilling and stuff, right? I go back, so yeah, but, uh, Yeah. Nobody likes a surprise. Yeah, exactly. Well, and know, I'm out there going hard for my patients, do everything I can to make sure that everything that my doctor wants them to do is at least partially covered. Like like you did like you did with your soldiers. And it's and it's uh I can drink on here, right? Like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm fucking drinking right there. Cheers. Here's the us, boys. But uh when I what I think is, is crazy about this, it, how our government works and stuff, is like, you're a common medic. You know how to work on sucking chest wounds, amputees. You know what I mean? Like, you know how to save lives. And now you have to come back, and after taxpayers' money paid for that, for you to fucking do that, and alert and all that shit, you have to come back and go to school for your RN. 
You can't go. You can't go be an elementary school nurse and tell the kid he's got a tummy ache and a fever to go home to his mom and dad. That's crazy to me. Like that. That's you know. You're probably more experienced and more qualified than many of these people that are, that are nurses. <laughs> yeah. So it's so it just it's just it's just crazy that like I I feel like they should just let definitely the medical field of uh the, the military and even like look M- MPs is like definitely what everything is going on in this world. There's a lot of guys that are trained for the stressful situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. Put yourself back in the debt. You got that deployment money and stuff. Put yourself back in the debt. So we don't have a very same political views on things. JoJo, Jorgensen, Dr. JoJo, 2020. Oh shit! It, I've 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 slowly just like I've learned a lot this past couple of years on libertarian life, but like she's 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 the truth. I think she's the change this country needs, and it's and it's it's crazy that people don't see that. You know what I mean? Like she's clearly only qualified. That is fact. No, not at all. And 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 she's and she's a page. She believes in the Second Amendment. She believes in in those in those things. She's got guys standing behind her that go to her go to her speeches with with their AR-15s, with their guns. Which is like that's the American right. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's that's and that's what we need. That we, in fact, and 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 I still I'll always say that they should let her debate. So I th- I think I think people being embarrassed. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, she, she. I think they're just scared that uh. Some unage would happen. She's she's brilliant. You know what I mean. But uh, so listen. Now let's get let's get a little off topic. Uh, what about your music? I know I know. You don't you don't have to play right now. Just just talk about. It. Like I know you told me you was you you had a record label that was interested or in you're with. Oh yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, because I remember there was a one day why I got the tattoo the St. James Infirmary Blues is a huge part of you, man. Like I remember being in Mississippi, 
We were at Camp Shelby, and you were out, and you were fucking playing your banjolele ukulele. I have the video somewhere, and you sang St. James. You sang St. James Infirmary Blues, and dude, like, I've never heard that song before, and I was like, oh, shit, that's awesome. And ever since that became one of my favorite fucking songs, because I'm a huge classic guy. Like, I love Sam Cooke. I love all the legends. So, like, to hear you play this song, and it was like, you made it your own, and, like, I was like, damn, dude, this dude's fucking talented as fuck, <laughs> bro. Like, and this dude's serving next to me, and, and you are, man, and you truly are. So, it's cool to see, like, uh, is your band sound, like, still, like, the folky... Old yeah, country. Yeah, so we, we went through a few, uh, we, what we call the different genres. So we were saying we're anti-folk for a while, and then we were saying we're folk punk. Uh, these days we advertise ourselves as a, a hootenanny band, and it's still very much like uh, acoustic. You know, you play the guitar and bass kind of like a folky two-steppy, just uh, just a, a, a fun time. We tell everybody, we're not, we don't put on the best show, but you, you will have fun at our show. That, that's all that counts. Dude, like, it's, like, down in Tennessee, of course, it being, like, the mecca of country, supposedly. There was a, there was a, where, because like, I got into, like, Lost Dog Sheep Band, you know, Benjamin Todd, you know, The Devil Makes Three, and, like, Hank the Third, and shit, <laughs> like, so, like. <laughs> so, like, I, I went down there in 2017 with my friend Carl, Captain Arderman. Carl Delfino, shout out. Um, so I went down there, I went to Muddy Roots, and like I've been to big festivals. I've been to fucking, you know, the fucking Mountain Jam and all this bullshit, you know, Taste the Country. So, but there, like, you know, like you can't bring what you have in your campsite to the stage. Dude, Muddy Roots, they don't give a fuck. It's like you're paying for the music, which is like uh, for the whole weekend is a hundred and something dollars. Something cheap as fuck, but you could like literally camp right next to the stage your artist is gonna fucking play at. You know what I mean? And the artists just walk around. Like, I chill, oh, yeah, no, chilled no, with I, Benjamin Todd. I, I love those, like, uh, small to medium uh, sized festivals over those big ones. Yeah, like, but, like. Dude, so, like, it. it yeah. It was cool. Like, I got, I got to see, like, CW. I got to see. And, and not just see them, like, they literally kicked it. Like, they were going to the next, they were going to the other guy's fucking performance, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, we will see you at the next set. Yeah, because we're going to go check them out. Yeah. So, like, it was, it was dope. But, like, it's not just, like, folk music. It's not, like, dude, like, they had RZA, like, from the Woo. So, like, it was dope, dude. Like, you're seeing all these guys play that, like, you would never see play at a big festival together at all. But, like, it's, like, you're getting folk. You're getting punk rock. You're getting hip-hop. You're getting all these genres in one setting. Yeah, yeah, dude, so they did, so it's like, it's, it's, it was like a mini, better Bonnaroo, I guess you could say, <laughs> cheap as fuck, like, there's a trailer that everyone got, like, you can go get beers at, you can bring your beers to the stage, get shitty, like, I probably ruined Benjamin Todd's set because I was screaming, singing the song so fucking loud. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, so, like. Like, he literally, like, gave me, kept giving me looks, because, like, of course, I knew all the songs and shit. Like, like he was like, oh, shut the fuck up, bro. Like, <laughs> you're drunk, you're being loud and obnoxious, shut the fuck up. Yeah, dude, you know, fuck. And he was, he actually, when I got there, it was supposed to be Lost Dog. And that's him and his wife, and they canceled. And I was like, oh, fuck, I just came all the way from New York to see just this band, like, really, I wanted to see. And then next thing I see him walking, I'm like, yo, so you canceled? He's like, no, nah, I'm going to play half a set, just me, though. Like, not with my... What? She left. 
So I'm like, okay, I'll get, at least I'll get to see you play. And then he played like a whole, like a couple of songs that like I didn't know that's on his new album, like Lazy Moonshiner and shit like that. So it was cool. Like he was more personal than I'd like expected. But then I got to see them fucking play together in Knoxville. And that was fucking mind blown with the devil the devil makes three it was fucking nuts dude like i was very proud i was like oh shit but i'm like you know like that's that's what like was one of my big reasons of moving down to tennessee is like i love the folk sound i love the classic country you know the outlaw country shit like i can't i can't deal with this new age like luke bryan achy breaky art shit Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one thing with our shows. Like, uh, you'll, we'll never, you'll never get the, the same set won't sound the same every, like, every time. Like, we're, the real rock music, it's like, uh, if you go back to, like, Paul Westenberg and the replacements, you know, he always talked about, like, real rock has mistakes and hiccups and things are held too long and uh, others. You know, the real rock is a train wreck. And if you're not going to a rock show to see a little bit of a train wreck, or even a real rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. So, do you have... Pl- so, So, uh, are, you, are, you, are you doing, sh- well, were you doing shows with this label? We and were doing shows, yeah, we, uh, it's, uh, the upstate New York, you know, it's, uh, it's real rural up in, like, the, the Utica, Syracuse, uh, kind of area, like, central upstate New York, but we were, uh, there's a lot of breweries and things that are open up, we were playing bar shows and breweries, and, uh, the, we, we did have a couple festival shows lined up, but, uh, everything got shut down. <laughs> so... So what are the what are the what are you and your band's plans? Are you guys are you guys trying trying to make it or are you guys just having fun? You know what I mean? Uh, it, uh, if I never sold a single record, at the very least it'd be good therapy. Yeah. Just to get, get it all, you know, get some words out and uh, you know, it's fun to hang out with my boys, it gives me an excuse to get together with people I like and do things that we like. So like I said, even if I never made a, a single dollar off of it, I'd probably still be doing it just for the therapeutic purposes, uh slamming chords out once in a while and singing about it. <laughs> Facts, <laughs> facts. But, uh, so it's, it's more of, I, I, always, I consider it more of a hobby, but uh, we do always, I've never had a year where I didn't end in the black. I've always ended every year making more money when it comes, uh, and that's uh, when we've had TV shirts and stickers and CDs and gas money for tours and meals when we're out on the road, all mm-hmm. that garbage. Awesome. That's, 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 that's all that counts, man. Like, honestly, like, a lot of people don't know, like, music's therapeutic, man. Like, it changes people's lives, dude. Like, when I'm feeling that, I got some, I got a playlist I just fucking put on, man. It'll fucking get my spirits back up mentally and shit. Like, people don't know, like, what you can do with a microphone, man. You can change the fucking world, or at least change somebody's world. So, yeah, oh, yeah it's gonna be dope. Yeah. It's gonna be dope having you be able to play some originals in a little bit. Yeah, like, whatever you want, you want me to do yeah, if, you, if, if that's what you want to do, you want to kick it off, let's get it. Yeah, let me, let me play a song or two and then, uh, and then we'll get back to chat, maybe. Yeah, yeah, play a song and let's go. Yeah, I'm gonna, let's see, uh, I'll, uh, do this first one. Uh, you seem like Black Mirror, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yo, that shit creeps my shit off. <laughs> Mockingbird. 
That's my man, dude. That's awesome. That's awesome. So that's that's Mobile Mockingbird, my 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 doc, my doc fucking singing one of his originals. So that, listen, I have to ask because you you used to have a song that was fucking hilarious. Uh, the I I'm pretty sure I I forget the name, but the one about drinking and the girl cheating or something on, on or some shit. Oh, that's like, like half the. <laughs> well, there was one. In the end, we'll do that for the after. Fuck yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, so yeah, if you want to keep going, let's get it. Oh, liquor and whores. That is one. <laughs> They're walking around, people walking around the pop singing liquor and whores. Just whoever would listen, you know. <laughs> it's awful. But, uh, yeah, let me play one that I, that I wrote when I was in Afghanistan. It's not about Afghanistan, it's about when I was 
Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Let's get it. <laughs> That's my fucking boy, dude. That's what I remember. So listen, all right, just to talk about getting drunk at passing out fours. Uh, the forty-hour pass, I was infamous for <laughs> for fucking up with sweet and shit, but. Uh, now that I'm out, I'm allowed to fucking talk on that. It was one beer bottle, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember much. But everyone that, everyone that stayed with me disappeared, so it might have been a little worse than that. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know what happened. That night was so wild, I, like, I was babysitting oh, yeah. until, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. Like, I had Duke's phone in a room trying to fight him Dude. and stuff. Like, I didn't even know what was going on the whole Dude. Like, Tommy Larry, I thought a guy I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, he, he ended up in my room. <laughs> and, and then there's a major disc Disclaimer when I say this, a higher up that was drinking out of a mini bar that didn't belong to him, and there was an altercation for that <laughs> with a good friend of mine, and uh, 
that that higher up afterwards like had nothing but respect for the situation that happened he didn't know but it was funny like tommy larry stopped it like stopped the altercation but yeah those are good days dude i don't, I don't care what everyone says i, fucking, you know, I had a blast I no no me neither like listen you put a whole bunch of dudes ready to fucking go overseas you know what I mean? <laughs> go, go get shit faced. But I, I thought it was funny that like all the casinos like ban military <laughs> to go onto the casino floor. Yeah, Hurricane Charlie came through and fucking destroyed that place. It's like, dude, greatest times of my life, dude. Like, I love that shit, dude. Like, I had I have memories from fucking days. I remember like sweating it. The next morning when I sobered up and stopped, I got dude, I got punched, dude. It was crazy. I woke up. And I was sweating. I'm like, yo, I'm totally in trouble. Like, I'm totally fucked. <laughs> like, which I was. <laughs> but then I had, like, you know, Wager fucking... No, man, it's not that bad, bro. It wasn't that bad, bro. It wasn't that bad. I'm like, nah, man, like, pretty sure I remember what a pieces I remember. It was fucking horrible. <laughs> but, uh, dude, it just... I will never, I will never, at any time, ever give up anything I fucking experienced in the military. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, the the yeah, fucking yeah. sucks, dude. all the heartbreak and all the sacrifice I made. Dude, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I miss a lot of the guys, I miss a lot of the memories, you know what I mean? Because that's, that's how I tell everybody, I miss the people, I don't necessarily miss the job, but I sure as shit miss the people. Yeah, yeah, because I got, I got into a unit, 854th Cobb Engineer Unit in Saugerties after I got out and parted ways with uh, Charlie Cuppin. So this, these career counselors, recruiters came in, I got with 854th out of Saugerties, New York, and it wasn't the same, like, it was... I like I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like this is not like yeah, the same guy. Uh, because you know they, they had me stationed in Utica and I, I was like uh I ended up getting transferred. Like I was never technically a part of Charlie Company. I was always HHC attached. Then yeah. like I would drive the extra like three hours to go hang out with Charlie because like I I like the people. Even if I didn't like the job, I'd rather drive a little longer and be with people I could tolerate at work and then I got along with and you know, we we were sucking but we were all sucking together. Yeah. Like, it was, Charlie Company was weird. Like, all right, because I was with Charlie Company first 69th with third platoon. And then we got moved to you guys. We got moved to 2108. But like, so it was, it was, it was a lot of different, you know, like the first 69th, everyone knew each other. And we got moved to you guys. I felt like there was such great leadership, so much great leadership that the, the leadership egos kind of collided. But like, it still worked perfectly. You know what I mean? Like, we were still the best. We were still the number one company. You yes. know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, you could have touched Charlie Company. And Eddie Ford. I hate to brag, because, you know, I got a little for Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, Charlie Company. I'm pretty sure, dude, like, uh, 48 hour pass, I ended up in a Delta, one of the Delta guys' room, and I was just sitting there thinking it was like, one of our guys' rooms, and they came in, they were like, what the fuck are you doing here? I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> you guys, what company you guys from? They're like, Delta. I'm like, okay, this is not my group of guys. Sorry, dude. <laughs> this is, this is, this is, all right, I'm in this room. <laughs> yeah, I'm just sitting there drunk as fuck. But, uh, yeah, so, like, that's the thing is, like, I still, I still stay in contact with, like, most of my, like, you know, Swish, CD, Benoit, like, the, the, the legends my platoon and it's 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 hard like you know who really gave me who's gonna be surprised you gave me really good words of advice mechanic mechanic man like oh yeah no i believe it like uh 
Dude, like... Yeah, man. Like, and he's the one that really like, told me to start like, like fucking looking at like welding, plasma cutting, and stuff like that, man. Like, and have like this guy like after all the bullshit, he was he was a tough guy. You know what I mean? Like he was a bad was motherfucker, a dude. Like, he was a I, tough I, ass, I, dude. Like he was very intimidating. Uh, but like to have him one night, like it was one day in Mississippi and Demo, he sat down with me, hooked me up with a. Uh, Helmets to hard hat, fucking, you know, getting me online, showing me that shit, putting in a fucking recommendation for me, like, saying, like, yo, because he did pipe fitting or something. Like, he did some kind of work like that. I forget what it was. But he was, like, telling me, he's like, that's what you need to get into. That's what's going to make you big bucks. Like, that's what you're going to fuck this shit. Like, so, like, and you know, like, they hear this dude that wasn't my leader, that wasn't anything besides me getting stuck with HHC headquarters when I got to fucking Move and fucking <clears throat> Shindad and shit, but, like, he had no real, like, charge me. Like, he didn't know me as a soldier. Yeah, he, fucking he didn't have to do anything You know what I mean? And, like, to hit, for him to sit down, like, after all the bullshit, you know, getting drunk on Demo, getting in trouble, like, he took his time out and, like, pulled me aside when all the bullshit was put aside and fucking, you know, oh, man, we had fucking through, like, and to see that, like, be like, this guy doesn't fucking have to do this. Like, to see, like, this tough fucking dude, like, bad motherfucker, like, sit down with him. Motherfucker, dude, straight up, man. Like, very intimidating. Jack as fuck. Yeah, yeah, dude. And like, and that's the thing is like, it was just a fucking a surreal moment with me because like, I had my sergeants. You know what I mean? Like, that would look down for me. Sorry, sorry, Swiss. All those guys and like, definitely my sorry, Swish. Matthew Swisher, the best fucking staff sergeant in the world. That's my boy, dude. <laughs> and uh, so like to have this dude that like. You know, like, he never fucking trained me. I never worked with him. I never fucking rolled with him. Fucking sit down and fucking, you know, help me out, man. But that shows that, like, in the military, like, it doesn't matter fucking who you are. Like, you're going to look out for you. You're going to watch each other six. You're going you're gonna to take care of each other any means necessary. Like, it's it's a brotherhood, and that's the greatest thing about it. that's what breaks me, breaks my heart about America now is because we came from a culture where you're like, you could, you know, you could hate, you don't even want to talk to the guy that uh, you work with here left and right, but you're still going to, like, give everything and all just to help. Right, yeah. Like, his hiccups, his hernias, his like, whatever is going on with him, you know, like, at the end of the day, that's still your brother, he's an American, you're fighting for the same shit at the end of the day. And that's what breaks my heart about America right now and everything going on, people clashing on the streets because, like... The divide and conquer. Like, really the divide and conquer. Yeah, like, yeah. I got nothing but love, you know? If you're an American and you're doing right and you're doing good, I'll help you any means necessary, you know what I mean? Like, and I, I'm not... You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. We're just, it's, I feel like we're falling into this pattern of divide and conquer. That's what we're going to fucking let it's, the government a, do to it's us. It's a cycle of violence uh, yeah. with, uh, with hateful rhetoric on both sides. Yeah. And, and like, this. Both sides can admit that they're fueling both yeah, sides. Exactly. Going yeah. We're going to keep seeing cities burn. We're going to keep seeing shootings on the street. We're going to keep seeing those police on folks' neck when they don't need to be on that neck to begin with. Facts. Yeah, and then and and then, and that's crazy. That's crazy because I remember, <clears throat> I remember with with nine eleven being the anniversary tomorrow. I remember being a a kid in sixth grade. Yeah, I was a little older than I should have been in sixth grade, but like, I remember sitting in sixth grade and watching those towers fall. And like, all my family was fire. My mom's side was firefighters. My uncle Mike and stuff. 
in, in Long Island. My dad's family's all in New York City and Brooklyn and stuff. We worked in Manhattan. And seeing this as a kid, like, I was like, oh, shit. Like, what the fuck is this going on? And then the surreal moments of afterwards of, like, knowing, like, it was what it was. Like, no matter what you believe, yeah, something happened. Like, and something it happened. Doesn't, I love it. Yeah, like, it doesn't take it away. It doesn't matter. The fact is it happened. It happened. And, and like, and that was a big decision, like, of the, that changed my life. It was a huge decision and why I signed that line. You know what I mean? Like. It, it's it's something, but then after that, I saw every car wearing rocking American flag. Everyone, uniting, dude. NFL players leaving their million dollar contracts to go serve this country. So that's what breaks my heart now. It's like, dude, we went from fucking being so united. The United States. Yeah. To, 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 and, yeah, and then and, and, and yes, exactly. And, and that's the thing is, it's like. We need to, we need a change, and I don't think a two party government's gonna do that for us. I, I think I, I, I think we need at all. George. Yeah, they've got their hands in too many fingers uh, that prevent them from keeping the other parties down. Yeah, indeed. With, you know that's, uh, the media is not reporting on because they're all getting. Paid. <laughs> yeah, they're all getting paid, man. Yeah, so they're they, all getting paid. So I I believe they're like. Not doing anything because they're all getting paid. Yeah, George Washington feared a two party government. You know what I mean, like. Tyranny is tyranny, no matter how you look at it. You're pro government. You're not going to let the third party that's like, maybe we should uh, cut back the government a little bit. You're not going to let them get, get a cut of your money. All right, this is my quick vent. <clears throat> my biggest thing is I love the Gatson flag. Don't shut on me. But I hate when people in the same breath would rock that flag, have it on their truck, do whatever they fuck that, you know, make it a big thing. Don't shut on me. In the same breath, we're shutting on someone for being gay or someone for being... <sighs> Different oh, than yeah. them, and it's like, dude, like, fucking take the flag off, like, don't rock yeah, that shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You could. Like you're, you're, you're shit on someone because they don't speak English, but you got to don't shit on. <laughs> yeah, it's like, who? Yeah, you're not living that life at all. All right, so hey, you want to play a couple more songs and we'll out this bitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give you two more. I'll set a sound. I'll give you one more, and then I'll hit you with the same Let's get it. Let's get it, boss.
That is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, I'm back where I started, but I ain't sad. This is the best damn weekend that I ever had. The weekend I was a thousand and... One more time with that. I know that took me eight years to learn. <laughs> so it, it... Seriously, is there any way that people can get your like merch or music? Is it download it? So definitely guys check them out and fucking show your support, dude. These guys rock. Definitely my man, dude. I've, I've been a fan yeah, since day one. See you guys live soon, dude. When all this yeah, is getting yeah, done. Uh, I don't know when New York's gonna lift restrictions, but when New York lifts restrictions, we're definitely gonna start booking again. And, no. uh, we'll definitely be out there. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, mobile uh, underscore mockingbird. Excuse me, we're on Facebook, mobile mockingbird. Uh, mobile like the gas station because we, we fucked up when we were young and now we got branding, so like we can't change it. Like it's been eight, nine years, you can't change it. Yeah, <laughs> it's stuck now. Awesome, let's get it. Uh, I got it in my notes here. I took notes. Uh, I got to I gotta make sure I, I started slow because, you know, it's, I get excited. It's a, it's a serious song. Yeah, yep, yep.
You're the man. Thank you so much, dude, for being a guest. Be my first guest, dude. Oh, dude, I'm gonna have you fucking again, man. Dude, like, it's always a fucking honor, bro. You know that. You're one of my best, favorite fucking friends I've ever served with. Hey, cheers, homie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. So, hey, I'll call you after this. I'm going to do my after. I love you, buddy. He's out, man. Switch you over. Yeah. No, dude. Uh, is that good? I think it's still on. <laughs> You're still on. Yeah. All right, so listen, real quick before we end this, I just wanted to say uh, tomorrow being September 11th, I want to thank all the police, firefighters, EMTs, and my brothers and sisters who served in the Army, past and present, and the military in general. <clears throat> and trust me when I say this, that there are good people that wear those uniforms. I've served next to them. Have a little faith in our country and our American people. We are going to get back to being united and spreading nothing but love. It's the Brooklyn way. And always remember, darkest nights bring the brightest stars. I'll give you one of these. And I'm out, guys. Peace.